This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Uncle Sam wants you. Let me restate that just a little differently. Uncle Sam wants your DNA. Actually, if the government gets its hands on your DNA, they as good as have you in their clutches. Get ready, folks, because the government, helped along by Congress, which adopted legislation allowing police to collect and test DNA immediately following arrest, President Trump, who signed the Rapid DNA Act into law, the courts, which have ruled that police can routinely take DNA samples from people who are arrested but not yet convicted of a crime, and local police agencies, which are chomping at the bit to acquire this new alleged crime-fighting gadget, is embarking on a diabolical campaign to create a nation of suspects predicated on a massive national DNA database. As the New York Times reports, and I'm quoting here, the science fiction future in which police can swiftly identify robbers and murderers from discarded soda cans and cigarette butts has arrived. In 2017, President Trump signed into law the Rapid DNA Act, which, starting this year, will enable approved police booking stations in several states to connect their rapid DNA machines to CODIS, the national DNA database. Genetic fingerprinting is set to become as routine as the old-fashioned kind, unquote. Referred to as magic boxes, these rapid DNA machines, portable about the size of a desktop printer, highly unregulated, far from foolproof, and so fast they can produce DNA profiles in less than two hours, allow police to go on fishing expeditions for any hit of possible misconduct and using DNA samples. Journalist Heather Murphy explains, and I'm quoting again, As police agencies build out their local DNA databases, they are collecting DNA not only from people who have been charged with major crimes, but also, increasingly, from people who are merely deemed suspicious, permanently linking their genetic identities to criminal databases. End of quote. Suspect society meet the American police state. Every dystopian sci-fi film we've ever seen is suddenly converging into this present moment in a dangerous trifecta between science, technology, and a government that wants to be all-seeing, all-knowing, and all-powerful. By accessing your DNA, the government will soon know everything else about you that they don't already know. Your family ancestry, what you look like, your health history, your inclination to follow orders or chart your own course, and so on. These technologies are neither foolproof nor are they immune from tampering, hacking, or user bias. Nevertheless, they have become a convenient tool in the hands of government agents to render null and void the Constitution's requirements of privacy and its prohibitions against unreasonable searches and seizures. The government's questionable acquisition and use of DNA to identify individuals and solve crimes has come under particular scrutiny in recent years. It's what police like to refer to as the modern fingerprint. However, unlike a fingerprint, a DNA print reveals everything about you, who you are, where you come from, and who you will be. With such a powerful tool at their disposal, the government's collection of DNA has become a slippery slope toward government intrusion. All 50 states now maintain their own DNA databases, although the protocols for collection differ from state to state. Increasingly, many of the data from local data banks are being uploaded to CODIS, which means Combined DNA Index System, 
The FBI's massive DNA database, which has become a de facto way to identify and track the American people from birth to death. Even hospitals have gotten in on the game by taking and storing newborn babies' DNA, often without their parents' knowledge or consent. It's part of the government's mandatory genetic screening of newborns. However, in many states, the DNA is stored indefinitely. For the rest of us, it's just a matter of time before the government gets hold of our DNA, either through mandatory programs carried out in connection with law enforcement in corporate America, by warrantlessly accessing our family DNA shared with genealogical services such as Ancestry, or through the collection or shed or touch DNA. All these fascinating ancestral searches that allow you to trace your family tree can also be used against you and those you love. As law professor Elizabeth Joe reports, and I'm quoting here, when you upload your DNA, you're potentially becoming a genetic informant on the rest of your family, unquote. A little scary. Huh? While much of the public debate, legislative efforts, and legal challenges in recent years have focused on the protocol surrounding when police can legally collect the suspect's DNA, with or without a search warrant, and whether upon arrest or conviction. The question of how to handle shed or touch DNA has largely slipped through without much debate or opposition. Yet, as scientist Leslie Prey notes, and again I'm quoting, we all shed DNA, leaving traces of our identity practically everywhere we go. Forensic scientists use DNA left behind on cigarette butts, phones, handles, keyboards, cups, and numerous other objects, not to mention the genetic content found in drops of bodily fluid like blood and semen. In fact, the garbage you leave for curbside pickup is a potential goldmine of this sort of material. All of this is shed or so-called abandoned DNA is free for taking by local police investigators hoping to crack unsolvable crimes. End of quote. What this means is, that if you have the misfortune to leave your DNA traces anywhere a crime has been committed, you've already got a file somewhere in some state or federal database, albeit it may be a file without a name. If you haven't yet connected the dots, let me point the way. Having already used surveillance technology to render the entire American populace potential suspects, DNA technology in the hands of the government will complete our transition to a suspect society in which we are all merely waiting to be matched up with a crime. No longer can we consider ourselves innocent until proven guilty. Now, as I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, we are all suspects in a DNA lineup until circumstances and science say otherwise. Folks, be on your guard. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford Press Alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.